Hey, y'all, Emma Boothangs, and welcome to the show. I just called to say that's the Reliving and Truth Telling podcast where folks like yourself call in, confront, and set the record straight on stories that have stuck with them throughout time. I'm your host, Megan Pugh, joined by the ever so funny co host, Colleen Rast. You can follow us on social media at I Just Called to Say Podcast, and you can subscribe where anywhere podcasts can be heard. That is I Just Called to Say Podcast. Just hit that little subscribe button and you're done and if you wanna just leave a little review nothing crazy but you know just write something down about us okay so on today's episode we got a complicated order and it's a conference call so just hold please dang my headphones never work can you speak no beep beep can you hear me I can, but it's coming out of like the... All right. How about now? Test, test. One, no, two. I definitely can hear you. It's it's on my end that my headphones aren't working. Those dang... He- do you have wireless headphones? I do, but I didn't... I hooked them up here. Oh, you're so fancy. Are you talking? I am talking, but maybe you can't hear me. Dang, I see that you're talking. They're not working. No. Check in the dashboard. No, it definitely says like coming out of headphones. I think it's like the actual... Hmm. Hey, Dal, do you know why these headphones might not be working? Is there a trick to them? They're like black and have a, they're like normal type. <laughs> oh, I'm, and I'm only using one ear. So that might, wait, oh, Megan, yeah. can you say something again? Yeah, I'm talking right now. Can you hear me? This is the ah, test. I can hear you. Oh, perfect. Beep, beep. I just called to say. Remember when? I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just called to say. What had happened was really Yeah, so this is always our time to catch up between like me sending you like housewife memes. I do love that though. It like really helps my day. But girl, okay, so the content that we are about to listen to mm-hmm. is like it gives me very housewife vibes. How like two friends can come together okay. over bonding over their hatred for one person. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, so I'm just gonna dive in. Kelly is no stranger to the mic. Um So they're both from South Carolina. Kelly is the niece of talk show host Lisa Gibbons from the 80s. Okay. Yeah. And Kelly is also like a singer. So so that's why I say like she's like no stranger to the mic. We often play her music on the show in between segments. Uh, So yeah, so Kelly's a musician. And then the other girl, Rachel, um, happens to be uh, a reality uh, contestant on Temptation Island. Oh, cool. I got rebooted on USA. What had happened was really He just called to say So I lied when And she just called to say so why would you do that? We just called to say That really changed my life I just called to say I'm thankful for my cheating ex Because if it weren't for him I would have never met one of my best friends I mean it's super complex Like The story doesn't really actually even start with me because I didn't find out that he cheated on me until after we broke up. Rachel actually knew pretty much the a big chunk of the time that we that I was dating him. Rachel knew. As soon as I found out about Cal is when I ended things. So it was never like I was aware and (laughs) kept dating. Yeah, it was never an issue. It was never a situation where either one of us knew about the other one and we were just like, fuck that girl, we're going to do it anyway. It was all a very girl power situation. They both enunciate so well. Like, can they do my podcasting? I knew how manipulative um, my 
X could be. And I knew that no matter what I said, I was going to be played up to be the crazy obsessive X. Um, okay. Well, so he had explained to me that he had just come out of a relationship and, um, his ex was crazy and he was single and she moved out of South Carolina. And like what I was under the impression of that it was a non-issue. Essentially how this all started was he and I broke up and then within a week or two had gotten back together. Um, but I had moved out of the house and actually moved across the country back to my mom's until I kind of figured out my next step. So we were long distance in a committed relationship Meanwhile, he's taking out Kel. So that being said, his work friends all have girlfriends and wives that I was friends with. So they all knew that we were back together. Right. But his kind of like going out drinking buddies, his old college friends were the ones that introduced him to Kel. So I have the sneaking suspicion he never told any of them that we got back together yeah. because I they're all single guys. Yeah, and I and I agree with that entirely. He he was very specific to not bring me to work events and to keep me away from the people that he worked with, that he saw, that he like, he would go out of town for on work trips. I think that he who shall not be named mm -hmm. um, was yeah. very strategic. Mm -hmm. He really in, was. In which friends he brought Kel around and which I didn't realize that Rachel was even a concern until probably Valentine's Day, which was a month after we had started seeing each other and I had already been like staying over there regularly. And like, I hadn't moved any of my stuff there at that point, but she posted a picture of them on her Instagram. And I found your Instagram through his, I had already been, I had already creeped on you because he told me who you were mm -hmm. and no, yeah, I'm no shame. Um, so I stalked her, but he, I went to like his tagged pictures on Instagram and he's not an avid social media user. His Instagram at the time had maybe three pictures from like 2014. So I was like, Oh, let me try to find more pictures of this guy. I just started seeing. And I went to his tagged pictures to like, just find more pictures of him. And one of the tagged pictures was, was from a girl that was a wife of one of the guys he worked with and Rachel was tagged in it. So I went to her profile and saw she had posted a picture of them on Valentine's Day. And in my mind, this was this was the first red flag to me. But I ignored it as sort of like a, this is a pastel red. It's not a huge red. It's not a bright red flag, but like it's still in the same color category. And so I brought it up to him and I showed him the picture. And I was like, listen, like I get we've only been seeing each other for a couple weeks. And like it's nothing like too serious at this point. I mean – I was staying over there like a few nights a week, but like it wasn't love. But so when I saw the picture on Valentine's Day, he was like, no, no, she's crazy. She's obsessed with me. And he was like, we don't talk at all. So I can't control what she posts and I can't tell her to take it down. And like, and did not mention a timeline of the past, like what that might mean. Like, cause he's like, oh, I'm being truthful, but he's lying by omission. Cause the past was yesterday. Continue slash still the past was the present. And so I thought that was a good enough excuse, I guess, and was like, okay, as long as you say, as long as you say you're not dating this girl. But like, in my mind, I've been the crazy ex before. Like I've been super, I've, I've never been crazy enough to post a picture of me with an ex when we're actually not together. That's pretty fucking crazy. But like, who knows? 
girls have been crazier. So I wasn't like, oh, he says she's crazy, but she's posting pictures. Like it wasn't, it didn't register to me. Like that's weird. Okay. So I saw this picture on Valentine's day. Um, but we had Valentine's plans that he canceled and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry to have to cancel. Like, I'll make it up to you. I have a work thing to go to in Charlotte. He was going to see Rachel in Charlotte. <laughs> if I were her, I would have been called crazy twice because I would have flipped then. Like, I get it. They were only two months in, but I still would have been like, yeah, I mean, okay, well, he did say it was work. So I guess I wouldn't have been able to get mad. But again, something, <laughs> something would have gone off in me. That, that is been like, true. Just- I think that I'd be like, oh, I'm casual. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care at all. And then like the day of, I'd be like, I really care. Oh my God, you're so right. Because the relationship's so fresh. So you want to still be cool. You're like, oh, right. I'm so cute and cash. Like, I mean, you know, it's a corporate holiday. Like, you know, Hallmark, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, like, I'm so chill. I would never. And then, like, inwardly, I'd be like, day of, like, all day, I'd be like, kind of annoyed. But I wouldn't really quite admit to myself why. I'd just be like, and kind of like bitchy towards others. Just be, like, I don't know. Just like, kind of raw. Like, anytime someone brings I'd- something up, you'd be like, well, you know, I'm not doing that because whatever you know I can't, yeah. I can't do that today <laughs> you're just like generally sour and then at the end of the day you like admit it to yourself and then you unleash it oh super healthy that may have happened to me and i may have cried in the shower at the end of the day but it wasn't on a valentine's day it was just like one of yep. those sour when, days. and then it's like yeah you have like a breaking point right at the end where you're like and that's what's been annoying me all day and if someone tries to inform you of what it is before you get there, oof. Oof. Yes, girl. You said it. Oof. Like, save their soul. Like, don't tell me about me. And then, like, they're completely nailing it, of course. They're like, are you sure you're not just upset about so-and-so not not texting you back? And I'm like, ah! Mine is like, are you sure you're not hungry? <laughs> don't tell me I'm hungry. And then inwardly, you're like, yeah, I'm a little hungry. Yeah, like, but but then I'm in my head. I'm like, now I can't go grab that snack because then it lets them know that I was hungry. <laughs> they win once again. They win. Okay, flash forward to exactly a month later. He who shall not be named and I are doing well because we have moved over the little tiff that we had over his ex, and he had convinced me that it was all good. And then Rachel, I'm gonna yeah. throw it to you. So um, about that time I actually so kind of one of the points of contention in our relationship was that we moved in together very quickly um which seems to be his mo now that you know I need help (laughs) Um, so um we decided okay I'm gonna move back out there but I'm gonna get my own place he was helping me look for places I ultimately ended up getting a place about an hour away in Charlotte because it was a better fit for me. So I ended up like finding a place, but I needed to, um, basically I, w- I wasn't able to move in until the following weekend. They had a roommate moving out all of this before I could move in. So I had to drive cross country to get back out there. And I asked him if I could stay at the house and, um, he said, of course, um, but he was out of town for a work trip and he'd leave me a key. And I get all the way out there and he tells me, oh, babe, I forgot to give you or forgot to leave you the key. So I said, no worries. I decided I would go stay with a friend. Well, she handled it pretty calmly. First of all, if no one left me a key and I tell you I'm coming into town. You knew I was on my way. I sent you my ways, ETA. Then right then you realized like too convenient. Don't like. (laughs) Right then you realize, do I really want to be in this relationship? No, like absolutely not. 
but I told him I was going to stop by the house. I had ordered a pair of glasses and I knew I was going to be staying there. And so I had just mailed them to the house. And I was like, I'm going to go pick up my mail and then I'll go stay with friends. So I go to pick up my mail and in the bottom of the mailbox are my old keys from when I moved out. I could tell they were mine because my um, pink bike. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to interject here because they're the keys that he gave me to come and go in his house and take care of his dog while he was out of town and stuff. So I text him, Hey, I found some keys in the mailbox. I guess you remembered to leave them for me or whatever. And he said, me. I still have the text. Oh shit, with a bunch of eyes. Oh, oh shit. shit. And then the way he says it. Oh shit. And then and then it says, maybe I did remember to leave you a key. Mm-hmm. How's the house? And for me, the how's the house was the first like red flag in my gut instinct. Like why was I was like why was that a red flag for you? Because that was such a weird question. Who asked a, that? Like that is a weird question. Like to me, I'm like. I'm like, well, it's your house. Like, well, I mean, he had, but at that time he had been gone for a couple days, but like, yeah, I get it. It, it was it's just, it was question. weird. I don't know if that's a weird question. I would ask the same thing. I <laughs> see. I'm with Rachel. I think it's a weird question. I'd be like, why would you ask me how your house is? Okay. Like now I'm just worried that I'm sketchy all the time. <laughs> and also like, if you didn't even care enough to leave me a key, I don't think your house is going to look too spectacular. Okay. Like, but for real, you didn't leave the key. I would... I think that would be the thing I'd be the most salty about in the relationship. And like, not to say I would expect it, but like, I would be really happy if I walked into a room that like, that someone had left me their apartment and that was like some snacks in the fridge and like fresh towels. A note. Like, hey, babe, so glad you're here. So sorry I missed you when you got here, but we're going to have fun when I get here. Yeah. XOXO gossip girl. I don't know. XOXO gossip boyfriend. (laughs) I had called a couple of friends to make sure I wasn't being crazy because I had a, a weird instinct when he told me that in the first place that he forgot to leave me a key. And then all of a sudden the key was there. Well, no, before even that, when he tells me he forgets to leave me a key, I was like, look, if you care about someone, they're driving two days across the country to get somewhere. How are you going to be so careless to be like, oh shit, forgot to leave you a key. Sorry. Yeah. Like to me, that didn't add up either, but it was all a bunch of little things that led to the big thing. So I walk in the house. I, st- I stopped to drop my stuff off in the bedroom. And immediately, like, he had this horrible habit of leaving drawers and cabinets open. Literally and out. the most annoying habit it's in the worst. entire world. Um, all cabinets, all drawers open at all times. I walked over to close the close the door or the drawer. And, of course, I noticed in his underwear drawer, like, laying right on top <laughs> is – um. What I now know is Kells. It was like a, a yeah, one of those little like bralette uh, tank top things. It was like an exhilaration, like and I knew bralette. like. Also, I love just specifically that it's mm-hmm. like a bralette, like a Target bralette. Like this, like really like it's speaks to like our age it's and our a demographic. Very <laughs> like, like modern tale. I love it. No, it wasn't but lingerie. Not like a, a bra. Like either. a ninety. <laughs> not even a bra. One up from a sports bra. A bralette. So perfect. So innocent. (laughs) You know, you know your clothes. I was like, that has never existed in my closet. Right. And also, like, I'm a bigger girl than Rachel. Like, my boobs are like (laughs) stupid. (laughs) My boobs are stupid. So like my shit is like usually medium to large and like she's just probably wouldn't fit in it. Um, so I I I was on the phone with a girlfriend actually whenever I had walked in the house. Um and so I'm talking, I'm having her talk me through it. I was like, Meredith, I was like, 
I don't know what to do. This isn't mine. She was like, okay, let's calm down. She was, she was like, I think that you have every right to just do a quick little search over the house now that you have seen this. And do some like, investigation. Just, just, I called him and immediately, you know, I'm, I'm bitching him out. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, he convinces me in that moment because he's very manipulative. He's good at what he does. Um, he convinces me, oh, it was while we were broken up. I was a single man, Rachel. I didn't do anything wrong. His words. I would um, like to throw in here that he called me a one night stand. And this is after we had been together for about, we'd been seeing each other for about two months at this point. Ultimately, she found proof that included my, my phone number. And so yeah. the way she found me was through my phone number. She typed it on Facebook and my, obviously my phone number is attached to my Facebook. And so and there so, I was in all my glory. <laughs> Kelly Gibbons pops up on my screen. Kel Cold Gibb, let's be real. And I'm on the phone with a friend. I was like, Oh, interesting. She has a nose ring tattoos and is a singer-songwriter. Sounds really familiar. Ooh. Oh, like that's true. Mm -hmm. Dudes have types. Like you ever look at someone it's like a lineup of like their girlfriends previous? It's yeah. It's like, oh. Like I've seen some girls like who are my friends, or I'm like, his new girl kinda looks like you. Like she's like a wannabe mm -hmm. version. They're usually somehow shorter. I don't know. I know that's like sounds dumb, but like every time no, I you're right guy friend has respawned into a new version of the same kind of girl that they like it's usually like that but like a little littler and like a little quieter and I always like hate it because I'm like oh you just got less of what you just had you're like so you just wanted her to be mute okay got it oh got it got it got it got it just a tinkerbell who's on mute yeah Wait, did Tinkerbell ever talk? Was she just like ding, ding, ding? She made noises? I think she was just like kind of mean. I don't really remember. I remember being like she wasn't like as charming. Oh, snap. Dang. Um, all right. Yeah. Just throwing some <laughs> Tinkerbell shade over here. Hot take. I think yeah, Tinkerbell right? was me. Did yeah. you think that was pretty? <laughs> she was that's like the first thing that you think about when you see somebody that's like but, that you've been cheated on with. The first thing you do is like, is, am I prettier than her? Is she prettier than me? But it also wasn't though, like, like I low key was like trying to figure out like his in my mind, I don't know what's going on in this right, point. Like my right. whole world's imploding. He, he who shall not be named. And I've been in a relationship for a year at this point and lived together for eight months of that. So I was so blindsided that I was playing out all the different scenarios in my head. One yeah. of which included you knew about me and yeah. you guys laughed about me and like, which you know, is, yeah, that's, which isn't true, but I'm well, like looking also, yeah. at your stuff like, Oh, this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, and so from there, I pretty much, I, I got all my stuff and I got myself a hotel room and I gave him a phone call and I gave him ample opportunity at the very beginning of my spiel. Like I would stop and ask him a question and I gave him every opportunity to just confess and just tell me. own up to it, dude. And he wouldn't. And finally I was like, you know what? <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, I already know. You don't have to tell me. I know her name is Kelly Gibbons. I know this X, Y, and Z about her. And he was dead silent. He said that they, it was just that one time. I was like, you never talk to her ever again. And he goes, well, we kind of kept in touch. Kind of and that caught me off guard. So he says that they kept in touch, yeah. which to me, I was like, wait a second. Which defaults me to not being a one night stand, by the way. Even, <laughs> I, if, even if it was only sex one time, if we stay in touch, it's not a one night stand. Right. But at this point, we've been seeing each other for what? It's March, like almost right. three months. So he says they kind of kept in touch. And I go, Whoa, you don't think that's sketchy as fuck that 
that here you went and slept with someone while we were broken up for the, you know, quick little brief breakup. And it's okay for you to keep in touch with her. You haven't mentioned any of this to me. And he was like, well, I mean, and I was like, look, don't talk to me ever again. Don't, don't speak to me. Don't try and contact me. Don't have your family contact me. I was like, if you try to talk to me, I will call the police. I do not want to hear from you or see your face ever again. And he goes, well, I guess this is done then. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh you think so? You're choosing to end this. So, um, so yeah. And then that's where I exit the scene. I did, <laughs> as soon as I knew about Kel, yeah. it was game she over. Broke, I, yeah. I do that. She broke up with him damn near immediately. And, um, which I guess for him flipped a switch in our relationship because after that he was like, why don't you just bring your bag over to my house? I was staying with him maybe two, three nights a week. I was out one night with one of my girlfriends and I was just talking about like this new guy I was dating and like all this stuff. And I showed her a picture and she was like, oh, is his name Beep? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, do you know him? And she was like, well, I don't personally know him. But I know that he just took my friend Brittany out like maybe two weeks ago to the Grand. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting because we were definitely doing this two weeks ago. And our very first date was to the Grand. So he's taking girls out on the exact same date that he took me on. Oh, yeah. I've actually been there one time. It's nice. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) Great spot. Great first date spot. But you shouldn't take multiple first dates there. That is – I like – I'm very interested. Like, I do you ever feel like you're so lazy and you get nothing done? How does someone have all these first dates? Like, tried to come up with a way to approach him about it. We were supposed to go to one of our mutual friends' houses for just like a barbecue type situation. And he was like, So, what time are you getting over here? And I, he was texting me, he was already over there. And I was like, Oh, like, I don't think I'm gonna go out anymore. And he was like, Oh, why not? Like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And I was like, I think we should just talk about it in person. And so when you say that to him, he freaks out because he's like, he doesn't have a way to prepare for the situation. He's like, what's happening? So he ended up coming back to his place and like convincing me to go over to his friends. And while we were there, I was like, I just want to let you know that I'm aware that you've tried to tried to make it very clear that you're exclusive with me, but I'm aware that you've been taking out other people. If you could just, if you just tell me the name of the other girl you're talking to, I'm like, I told him, I was like, I know who it is. Like, I know the name of this girl. And like, and he's like, oh, who told you? And I was like, it doesn't matter who told me. The fact of the matter is that I know. And he was like, oh, it's this girl. And I was like, oh, so you're taking out multiple girls because that's not the girl that I was talking about. And this for me is like, all right, you have permission to go through his phone now. Okay. Like, I know it's probably not the best trait, but at this thank you, Cardi B. Like, I found out that someone's cheating on me. Yeah, of course I'm going to go through your phone. Okay. Um, and he's an idiot because his password is his birthday. Okay. So I found his Bumble page and he had been asking out girls pretty much ever since our big fight. Um, for about two or three weeks, it had he had been asking other girls out. And like, I guess he took a couple of them out for real. And I called him out hard. As soon as he and I broke up, I was like, you know what? I got, I went to brunch with one of my friends, got a couple margaritas deep. And I was like, I'm going to fucking slide into her DMs because I want to be friends with her. And um, before I slid into her DMs, I followed her. And she was like, I thought it was a power move because, okay, so I didn't know they had broken up. Okay. I'm, let me back up. I'm the worst. (laughs) 
I was watching Kel's stories. So he who shall not be named does not have a social media presence. And at the time I deleted his Facebook, blocked me, whatever. So I was like, and I posted. What, let's see what this bitch is I, doing right now. You, <laughs> Megan, you know me. I'm a story girl. I post on my stories all the time. So I would and, watch her stories. And he'd be on all of them. Yeah. So, because I was just curious, like, okay, is this going to last? Because he told me this was a one-time thing, you know, all this. So um, I really didn't care at that point. Like, I knew he was playing me up as the crazy ex. So I was like, I'll just watch the stories. Like, it doesn't matter to me if she he can tell if I'm watching them or whatever. So um, when she first followed me, I didn't realize they had broken up and I thought it was a power play. And I was like, oh no, she wants me to know that she... <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely not a power player. Um, so- <laughs> okay, so I will read to you what I sent to Rachel on August 12th at 10.02 p.m. So I said... Hey girl, so I know this is probably super random and maybe an unwelcome message, but I noticed that you saw my my stories a couple of times and I wanted to say hi. To be honest, I think you seem like a really great human. I know you might not have the best opinion slash impression of me, but I think that we've both maybe dealt with some bullshit that overlapped a little without either of us being aware of it. And I just didn't want any hard feelings. I'll totally understand if you choose to not reply to me, but I felt like I needed to get that out. But I was passed out. So by the time I received it, it was like two in the morning because I woke up and like I went to get water or something and saw I had this DM from her. I was like, whoa. I bet bet that fucking woke you up. Yeah. (laughs) So I responded right away and I put, um, (laughs) I hate how I talk whenever I text, (laughs) but I put, hey, OMG. (laughs) That's why I hate it. (laughs) Hey, OMG. Okay. So first that message was already ballsy AF and I appreciate it. Wow. Just woke up to get some water and saw your message. And yeah, I definitely projected some anger towards you that was more meant for he who shall not be named. But you know how that goes. So I'm not sure of how much you're aware of dot dot dot. Girl, I seriously almost messaged you in March to warn you. Haha. Yeah, what's that you for messaging me in March? Just because I knew it was going to be more drama than I needed. I was so over the situation. I was just ready to move on with my life and not deal with it versus trying, you know, I... I really thought about it, but I was like, this is just going to stir more shit up for me. I'm going to get some angry voicemail from the guy. And, you know, so I, I just decided to stay out of it. That's usually like kind of how I handle conflict in general anyway. I try to stay out of it for as long as possible. To Not me. I slide straight into the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, no, I'm kind of forward. I thought about messaging you a couple times, but I didn't want to upset you because I did. I thought about like, I wanted to be friends with her. Like, I like I told you I'm I'm real big on energies and I was picking up on her energy like just from like the way she spoke on Instagram and stuff like I knew she was a good person and I was like um, I'm not really I'm actually not really aware of your whole situation with him he's kind of a closed book we aren't together anymore so feel free to say whatever you want I found out some stuff during everything that changed how I see him though and I'm pretty sure there was a I'm pretty sure there was a point when he was talking to both of us and making it seem like he wasn't. Yeah. So like some some part of my intuition fucking just knew. Well, it might be the fact that I posted a picture of us on Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But like <laughs> I think like I think I knew more than that and I just wouldn't like admit it to myself. Um I definitely held a little bit of a resentment. I mean, that's why I was watching your stories. I was like, really? Like, I really was. I was I was so hurt and so angry that um for a while I thought there was the potential that she knew about me, you know, and I just had this vision of them like 
looking at my you know what I mean yeah I never held any resentment because truly like as we're reading these dms to you at this point I still didn't know anything I still had no idea that he was dating her for three months like I even say like um in the in one of the messages I was like I just didn't want you to think I knowingly jumped in on something because I truly wasn't aware anything about your relationship with him and she just straight up is like okay she's she says (laughs) she says I just want to get your number because this is too much to text and so like at this point, I um, was driving two hours to work every day. So the very next morning, I called her and she told me everything. And I found out everything. And we literally spent probably two or three days sending each other screenshots, comparing things that he said to her, things that he said to me, things that he told me he was doing, that he told her something totally different. And like basically just calling all his bullshit. And like, and we have like, we have the screen grabs. Like, there's nothing he can say to make us. We have receipts 2019. 2019. <laughs> after after we're comparing all this stuff, she's like, oh, I'm actually coming to LA for a work thing on Wednesday. This is a Monday that this happens. She's like, I'm going to be in LA on, for a work thing on Wednesday. Um, and I did, I like probably didn't even let her finish her sentence. And I was like, I got you from the airport, girl. Like, <laughs> got you. So I actually went two days after I found out about her and everything, like two days after I found out the whole situation. Um, I went to pick her up from the airport and we talked and we took a picture and he's not very, he's not, or wasn't at the time very active on social media. Things have changed over the past couple months because he has a brand new Instagram. And we also think that this is the reason he created a new Instagram because we had this picture and we posted it. Ultimately, I wasn't going to tag him in it, but then, then she, she did some badass bitch shit and she tagged him <laughs> right in the middle of us. And so I was like, okay, if she's going to tag him, I'm, I'm for, I'm here for it. I'm going to do it too. So I tagged him. We both wrote like these captions. Hers was like, um, some girls bond over Grey's Anatomy. Some girls bond over wine nights. We bonded over dating the same liar at the same time. And then mine was, I initially wasn't going to have a caption at all. It was, it just said whelp. And then I saw hers and no, we need to have some explanation on this. And I was like, yeah, um, what did mine say? Something about like, AKA when you, find, AKA out, when you like, find out that you dated the same dude at the same time. And instead of hating each other, you just hate him together. In the words of Tidala, two of my bitches in the club, and I know they know about each other. So that's what we did. And we tagged him in it. And we were, we thought for sure we had so many mutual friends that would see it. Like somehow it would get back to him that we knew each other, that we hung out. And two weeks go by and I'm like, oh, he knows. And this, at this point we were broken up. We don't talk. We don't communicate. We don't send texts or whatever. I get a meme. He sends me a text message with a meme, like a meme of the office or something. As soon as he sent me that, it clicks to me and I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't know. He has no fucking idea because if he did, he would not talk to me. And so my response to his meme was just that picture of us. And I, to this day, have not heard from him since. And I still haven't communicated with him since my phone call where I ended things a year ago, almost last March. Yeah. Um, But we have many more pictures together. We've been hanging out probably since all this happened. She moved to San Diego a couple months ago. I've been here a couple weekends that she's been here. Like we don't even, we've gotten to the point where we don't even talk about him anymore. Like it's our, our friendship does not revolve around him. It started because of him, but we don't give him the credit for our friendship. We are the reason we're good friends. You know, he's the reason we met, but we're the reasons we're close. Like I tell her all the time that I'm so grateful for our friendship and that I, I even say like, Like, I just called to say I'm happy he cheated on me because, like, 
I wouldn't have met someone who is so understanding of me as a person and so respectful of me as an individual. And that means a lot to me. I I take my friendships very seriously and that means a lot to me in a friendship. And she's been there for me through a lot of bullshit that I've had over the past couple months. And like, even though we've only been friends for a couple months, it feels like it's, it, it feels like we were, this is just how it's supposed to be, you know, like, and I'm, I, I appreciate your friendship so much. Aww. I really do. <laughs> I really do. Like this situation couldn't have turned out better for me. I know a lot of people, but when it comes to my close friends, I have very few, like super, super close friends. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with that with for myself too. Yeah. And Kel is one of them just because, um, we're both very, <laughs> We've had to be very open with each other from the get-go. And I think that is what created this strong bond is like it. <laughs> other friendships, you know, they start off a little bit more superficially. Maybe you like met them at a happy hour or something like um, with Kel and I's friendship. We had to get really deep and up, up close and personal. Up close yeah. And personal really yeah. We've been, it's, it's only been a short amount of time. It's been since August. Right. But it really does feel like we've known each other forever. Don't hate the girl. Like, in a cheating situation, if you find out your man's is cheating on you or your girl is cheating on you, if you find out you are being played, it's not the other person's fault. Whether or not they're aware of it, because they might be shitty and they might be aware of it and just be cool with it, that doesn't change the fact that it's your significant other that's making the decision right. to put you in a, in a place where you feel like you have to compete with someone else. Like that's, it's not the other person's fault. Like that's, that's one thing that bugs me so much. And it's more, it's more with girls than it is with guys, but I don't want to like be gender specific because everything's different. Girls have a habit of finding out that their man is cheating on them and being like that fucking bitch. And like, I hate her, but, right. but chances are if he's cheating on you with someone else, you probably have a lot in common with that person. So like, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't hate the person. That's, that's my take from it. Yeah. And honestly, like knowing what I know, I probably would have reached out to Cal in March, but I mean, everything, I'm a firm believer that everything happens in the right timing yeah. and it might not have been the right timing for us to be friends. Cause I was still so hurt. Yeah. Everything happened, so. everything happened exactly how it was supposed to in my, in my mind. So, yeah, I mean, I think if you have an instinct, first of all, if you have an instinct that your man is cheating on you, you should go with that gut instinct because women, they are right. A hundred percent of the time. The entire time we were back not, together. Not 100% of the time, but most of the 99. time. 99. I'll yeah. give it 99. Yeah, I'll give it 99. I'll give it 99. Because the entire time I was back together with him, I knew something was off and wrong. And my friends were so tired of hearing me, like, overthink everything. <laughs> but I was right the whole time. Yeah. And I had, I had that initial gut feeling. And I ultimately ended up being right about that, too. So, so yeah. Lessons learned. <laughs> yeah I don't have any closing words for him I don't think he's I don't any, think he's worth yeah he's I not he's, he's not worth, worth my breath words. he's not worth my breath a modern day woman's approach to classic Dear Abby submissions Colleen Terry Dear Abby I have a girlfriend we have been dating for almost two months we both love each other so much and we think we are a perfect match that she is going to high school and I'm a year younger, which puts me in eighth grade. We live close to each other, so we see each other on the weekends. She has been accepted to an amazingly good school, but it's downtown. What should we do? Should we keep our relationship or leave it if we won't be able to see each other as often? Sincerely, teens in love. Please hold for Kali, Terry.
One time I drove home this guy that was like a junior guard when I was a senior guard and he was in eighth grade and I was in a junior and I really wanted to kiss him, but I was like, this is weird. Okay. Uh, All right. Teens in love. Can I just say what a guy you're amazing. I'm in love with you. I think you're great. I think your heart is great. I think your love is great. You've been dating for two months in middle school years. You're, I mean, that's, you're going to make it. You're going to, you guys are going to grow old together. Like, I don't know what to tell you. This is real. You're, you're all in. You're writing to dear Abby because you are so worried about her going downtown to high school to an amazingly good school. Cause of course she's brilliant and you love her. I would say there's nothing better than the crushes that you have in middle school and high school. There's no love that intense or certain, or sexy, or unsexy, because whoa, it just, like, it, every song, everything, every feel is just so intense that to you, sir, I say, you're all in, stay all in as long as you can, and let me know how it goes. Because I'm not saying it's, I know I just said it's going to work out, but I kind of want to pedal back a little bit. I'm not saying it's all going to work out maybe with this particular girl. But I do see a life full of love for you because you have such a caring and big heart. So don't sweat it. See how it goes when she's downtown and just follow your heart, dear boy. I love you. Abby says, if I told you to break up because in a few months you and this girl won't be able to see each other as often, would you do it? I don't think so. But I do suggest that you, the two of you let this play out. Enjoy each other for now, and then in the fall, if your feelings or hers change, discuss it then. So she kind of gave the same advice. Just, there's nothing you can do. You can't protect yourself from a little pain here, but this will be a really good time in your life that you will look back fondly on, I promise, if you just kind of let this ride out. And it sucks because it doesn't take much for a guy to call a girl crazy either. It takes so little. <laughs> like Whitney Cummings has a great joke where she's like, you, like a girl could send three texts back to back and a dude will be like, whoa, dude, she's crazy. She's all on me. And it's like, but for a guy to be considered crazy, he has to be like homeless out in the back alley, like jerking off, singing Bible hymns. And even then we're like, oh my God, that poor man, give him a dollar someone. <laughs> He's not crazy. That is so true. And I just feel bad that it's like this, both of them are probably made out to be like crazy. Like I'm being like paranoid crazy. And this girl's mm -hmm. like, I guess it's both forms of paranoid crazy. Cause it's like, you know, like I feel like you have like an inkling when something is going on. You're like, am I being crazy? Yeah. I think you have like a, like a spidey sense. And then like you can explore that either way. And then you're like, oh, okay. Like this is what that was. It was an insecurity or like, this is what I mean. Like, you know, when something's not right. Yeah. You just know. Um, if only I had a dollar for every time I'd been crazy. Um, can you think of like the lamest thing you've probably been called crazy for? Like by a dude Oof. that you may have dated or gone on a date with or interacted with? I think like the, well, I've, I've done like socially inappropriate things like throwing drinks on people. So. Oh my God. Are you serious? Are you a yeah. housewife? I, I watched a lot of housewives. 
So during that phase. Colleen, um, hold the phone. You are so ratchet. You did not go through a phase. Lost- How many people had drinks for? No, 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 no. I only threw one drink on okay. one person, but it was during a lunch and it was sober. <laughs> and it was like, so like it, I would say like I was called crazy oh my for God. that. And while sober, like thought went into that. Wow. Dang, what did it feel like? I've always wanted to do that. Felt really good and then really bad. Yeah, I bet. It's like you're probably like eating Cheetos later on. Then you're like, oh, damn, why did I do that? Well, yeah, I was just because like then like I just had like get up and walk away. Like, what What do you do? Like, <laughs> Okay. And then when you get up and walk away, also, who's paying the bill? Someone's covering your tip. Yeah, it's just like a lot of – it was – it was a lot, and then like to have to like face friends afterward was was pretty tough as well. Um, but it okay. was like a full drink, like and like shook it on top of the head, kind of a like it wasn't like a splash in their face. It was like a pour it on their head. Oh situation. snap! You're not allowed. You're not a housewife. You're loving hip hop. You're loving yeah, hip hop. Yeah, that's like it was like a full scent. Like I did it. Um, so I'd say that's probably Snap. the thing that I've All right, bad girl Riri. the worst thing that I've done. <laughs> oh shit, Megan, I have to go. The amazing race is outside of my window. <laughs> <laughs> hurry, hurry. It's like a Philly amazing race. All right. I love you. All right, bye. All right, love you, boo. Bye. Never forget, Stasi Schroeder from Vanderpump Rules once competed on the amazing race with her family. For more facts like these, stay tuned to your favorite podcast, I Just Called to Say. Make sure you subscribe, stay up to date with us on social media, and I'll meet you back here next week. All right, boo. Talk to you later. Bye.